Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Hammer Drops. I'm your host, Leak. So today we are going to, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to go back to, I believe it was the 16th of the month. One thing I forgot to inform you guys on is I wanted to go over the inflation numbers from January 2024. So we're going to go over that today. We're also going to go over the the Trump New York case and how all the liberals seem to think that, oh, we're going to take all of his money. But I think Trump knew what was about to happen and he prepared himself for it. So the people that think that Trump's almost out of money or will be almost out of money, you all got another thing coming because that's far from the truth. So we're going to go over all of this. And, uh, you know, one other thing is yesterday, Ukraine claimed to have killed 65 Russian soldiers in a rocket attack. Now, I posted this up on my Facebook page and on our Twitter page as well. We're going to get into that as well because there's some things that raise concerns. And speaking of raising concerns, we're going to talk about the outage from AT&T yesterday nationwide. I thought that was a little weird too. So let's jump in real quick here. Let's 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 start off with AT and T. As many of you woke up yesterday, you noticed that your phones were in SOS mode. It affected not only AT and T, but it was affecting some Verizon, T Mobile phones as well. But what's weird about this? Now I can completely understand a glitch in the system or an outage. Like, say you're in a city, say like the city of Chicago, and there's an outage in that city. Now, that would be perfectly normal because you have a lot of people in a condensed area using the network. So I can see how signal would be bad, reception is going to be bad, you know, you may not have the best service there. But for it to be like that throughout the United States and on multiple, not just AT&T, but on other levels is a little weird, okay? Now, there are some meteorologists that were out there saying, because people were claiming that it was a solar flare that caused this to happen. And then there's some meteorologists out there that were saying, no, there's no solar flares. So if there's no solar flares and they're being very hush-hush on this, then why? What happened? Well, my opinion is, is one thing that I think is going on is maybe it's, you know, hey, it's a test run. It's a dry test run for, you know, I've said this before about EMP attacks that they are, that they can very well happen here in the United States. All you literally have to do, you know, remember the China Russian balloon that flew over all over the United States? Yeah, an EMP could be attached to something like that and just go off in the middle of the United States and then that wipes out everything. Knowing that our infrastructure is very weak, very vulnerable, an EMP attack would be devastating across the board. They know this. So I'm wondering if possibly what we were experiencing yesterday was just a dry run of that. So that's something to think about. Another thing to think about in that situation is, okay, if that's not it, then what were they distracting us from? That's the other thing. Now, also yesterday, Ukraine had claimed to have shot, or not shot, fired missiles and killed 65 Russian soldiers. 
Now, if this was true, I would say congratulations. You know, Russia, I'm not pro-Russia. I'm not pro-Putin. I believe Putin is just an extension of the KGB and what he's doing is not right. But this right here should make you think too. Because I, like I said, I posted these pictures up on, and if you want to go check them out, I posted the article. I posted the pictures over there on Facebook and on Twitter. I want you to go look at those pictures. Okay. Now, if for any reason a rocket blasted, okay. Now, in the pictures, there was scorched earth, okay. And the thing that stands out the most to me is if you're in a rocket attack, like if you're getting blown up by rockets, wouldn't there be body parts? Wouldn't there be blood? Wouldn't there be any of that? These pictures showed absolutely none of that. All these bodies were in perfect condition. The clothes looked practically brand new, like they weren't even dirty, and they're on top of scorched earth. That, my friends, is why we have all been saying that this Ukraine war is nothing more than bullshit. Over the summer, I saw videos of people in Ukraine, you know, getting released. I mean, <laughs> literally people partying in the streets where they were saying that there was a rocket attack or whatever the news was saying about that. I saw a video of somebody watching that and looking out the window in that same exact spot and nothing. So tell me again how this is all happening. But yet the left wants to continually try and give billions of dollars back over there to Ukraine. They want to give more and more money, more and more of our tax dollars to Ukraine to fight a war that's not even happening. Now, I mean, I saw these pictures and to me, you know, I'm no expert in explosions, but if something was to explode, I would expect body parts. I would expect blood. I would expect carnage. And there was absolutely none there. So you be the judge. Go over to the, go over on our socials, go check out those pictures and see for yourself. I mean, the only other thing, I, I don't know why Ukraine would want to do this. I mean, maybe it's to bolster the, you know, get their guys going again or i mean but i mean wouldn't this really piss off putin i mean you're literally saying that you killed 65 of his soldiers when in fact you honestly didn't i mean putin's just over there probably laughing at us and laughing at ukraine like you guys are dumb <laughs> i mean literally i don't know what they're thinking so that you can go look at it it's proven we've seen videos of them staging stuff before i've shared them where they had all these bodies, you know, just all out in this like open area and somebody's hands moving, <laughs> you know, it's like, and they put the hand back in there. It's like, really? Or what about the supposable dead baby, dead babies over there in Israel and Gaza when they actually looked hundred percent literally fake. So you'd be the judge of it. Go check it out. So Yeah. Here, <laughs> that was an awfully long pause, I know. Yeah, that was like, whoo, that was a lot of stuff right there. So the next thing I want to get into is I want to talk to you, before we talk about Trump, I want to talk to you about the inflation numbers. The one thing I forgot, and I do apologize to you guys, I forgot to bring up in my previous, a couple of my previous episodes when I was talking about the 16th of February. This was one of the things that was released at that time because you know, you know, they're not going to tell you everything. So I'm going to tell you it. Okay. So for January, 2024, I'm going to give you an inflation breakdown. 
of things that have gone up in price and by how much. So, so far this, so, the, okay, so these are some of the core categories plus other items, which notably year over year price changes. So prices, food has gone up 2.6%. All items, they say 3.1. Food at home is 1.2%. The highest percentage that went up was actually juice, juices plus drinks at 29%. Uncooked beef sticks is up 10.7%. Baby food and formula is up 8.7%. Sugar and sugar substitutes are up 7.2%. Now, I have also posted this list over on Twitter and Facebook as well. You can also go there and check that out. I'm just going to go through certain things. Food from vending machines is up 10.6%. Let's see here. Electricity is up 3.8%. Motor vehicle insurance is up 20.6%. Repair of household items is up 18.2%. Admission to sporting events is 13.5%. Now, admission to sporting events, I just want you to all realize those coliseums that you're going to watch sports are just designed to distract you from everything else that's going on and you're just buying into it. But I digress. Tax return preparation is up 11.2%. I noticed that this year when I did my taxes that, yeah, it went up a little bit, but I've also noticed that depending on what state that you're living in, <laughs> you know, it's, you may not get your tax return back from them. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> I, oh, that's another thing I'm going to get into. Illinois' state of the budget or state of whatever address that Pritzker did just the other day. I'm going to get into that as well because this might have you guys all a little pissed off. Okay, so motor vehicle repair is up 7.9. Outpatient hospital is up 8.3. I mean, non-prescription drugs is up 9.2. If you need service for your animals at a vet, it's up 9.6%, folks. But you, let's hear college. I'm sorry, garbage and trash collections up 6.4. Rent of primary residence is up 6.1%. Yeah, cable, TV, and stuff like that is up 5.7. Haircut is up 4.2. Daycare 4.7. I mean, so numbers are not coming down, folks. They are continually going up ever since Joe Biden took office. And yet, they claim there's no inflation. They claim the Inflation Reduction Act took care of the inflation when, in fact, everything's been going up every single year, every single day, every single month. I know it's week to week. When I go to when we go to the grocery store, we're paying more and more for the same shit. But Joe Biden's over there saying, you know, his Super Bowl commercial about that is basically he basically told you all that Bidenomics sucks. His economy sucks. You're paying more for less. And that's exactly what's happening. I've said this all along. Our, they try to say our inflation percentage is at like 4% or some bullshit number like that, when it actually is up to like 17 to 20% inflation. But they're not going to tell you this. The dollar is drastically being, you know, killed. I mean, it's Russia and you know, the BRICS nations are actively killing the dollar, the petrodollar. So eventually here, it's going to be, you can have $1,000 in the bank and you think you have $1,000 that's going to be good and it's actually going to be worth shit. You might as well just wipe your ass with it. But, you know, you can always believe what the Democrats are telling you or the liberals are telling you. 
you know, Joe Biden over there is like, yeah, we gave, you know, we're freeing people from college debt by paying off their debt, but they're not saying that it's also going to come back us on us as taxpayers. We're still paying it back. It's just we're being taxed more. But that's okay. Because you little whiny little sons of bitches that took out them college loans that are doctors, lawyers, so on and so forth, engineers, and you're whining about it, well, okay, you're getting your, your student loan debts wiped out, and but you're actually still paying for them in your taxes. Bravo, idiots. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Now, let's move on. Let's move on to, I'm going to save Trump for last. I think Trump deserves to be last. Let's talk about Pritzker. So J.B. Pritzker over there in Illinois, and before I get into this, I want to just point out that the ICC in Illinois and, J- and the the man appointed to the ICC by J.B. Pritzker, I want to thank you two and the rest of the liberal and Democrats for your attack on natural resources like natural gas and killing a program in Chicago that literally would prevent damage to pipes. It's, to, you know, it's a system. Op- it upgrades your system infrastructure. There's a reason why they don't want you to upgrade the infrastructure. But they effectively killed it, which killed thousands of jobs in Chicago. So, and again, I put this up on social media along with the video. So I want to thank you guys for doing this because hopefully now this will allow union workers to actually wake the fuck up, pull their heads out of their ass and realize that your government and your union stewards are lying to you. Stop listening to stop listening to them when they come out to the job site to tell you who to vote for. And for those of you that think they don't come out to the job site to tell you who to vote for, I can tell you firsthand that the union stewards, presidents of the unions, come out to job sites to tell the workers who to vote for. They tell you to vote Democrat. They give the money to the Democrats. Why? Don't know. But obviously, maybe now this will, I don't know, wake their asses up. So let's start off with the good points of Pritzker's little address this past week. So, and you might laugh at this. So his budget proposal, okay, the best thing about that he's giving back to Illinoisans is he wants to eliminate the grocery tax. Okay. And many of you guys are sitting there like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So you're going to save 1%. Because that's what the taxes are, 1%. So let's just do the math here while we're on this real quick, okay? So if you have a grocery bill of, say, what mine typically is because of inflation, say $350 for two people, okay? And that's to eat healthy, okay? Now, so I'm going to take the 1% off of that. Ooh, I'm saving a whole whopping $3.50. So if I'm saving $3.50 each time I go grocery shopping, which is once a week, so over the year, that is literally saving me $168 at the grocery store. So folks, you're going to get $168 savings at the grocery store every year. You know, I mean, it's not like he couldn't kill the gas tax, which is 30, you know, which is it just keeps compounding. We're paying so much in gas. No, no, no. That's just, that's too easy. We're going to give 1%. So like, here's a little Twinkie folks. 
We're going to dangle this in front of you, and that's all you're saving. But don't worry. That 1% you're saving, you're still going to be paying even more at the grocery store. But with all of that, that's okay because Pritzker wants his, he has 52.7 billion budget proposal funds for migrant care and early childhood education. I said that right. He wants to give money to migrant care. More. When we have people in our communities that need the money more, but let's give it to the illegal migrants so they can continue to steal and occupy homes that they don't own, that have been abandoned. Let's do this so they can continue to commit crimes. Let's not take care of the situation, our homeless situation that we already have in Chicago with the people that are already there. Let's not take care of our black and brown communities down on the south side or the west side. Let's focus on the migrants because that's what's important because that's who's going to vote for you. With the mass exodus that Illinois has had, it only made sense for them to bring in all these migrants. Like I talked about in my last episode, by bringing in those migrants that they've lost of people that have migrated out of the state of Illinois allows them to keep their electoral college where it's at. And that is why there's such a push for, drumroll please, them to have state IDs so they can vote. Even though that doesn't matter because the last time I went to vote, they didn't even ask me for my ID. They can care fucking less. Just vote. They don't care if you're an illegal. They don't care as long as you're voting for a Democrat. So let's keep going. So the plan calls for committing $182 million for assistance to Latin American migrants who continue to arrive in Chicago by way of Texas and makes moves to credit agencies with constant eye on Illinois pensions. So $182 million for assistance to Latin American migrants. Now, I'm okay with, you know, obviously we need an overhaul in our educational system. We really do. We need to start teaching our kids everything all about history as well, not just what you all want to handpick, but we know that that's not going to happen because they are going to teach what they want to teach. So it also, let me see here. Okay, so the budget is tight given that it spends $2.3 billion or 4.5% more than the current year's enacted spending plan. So, I mean, where's all this money coming from? ha, <laughs> ha. I'm glad you asked that because there's $900 million at least in new taxes that he's that he wants to impose on people of Illinois when we're already at the brink of failure. I don't know about you, but I can't handle any more taxes. Property tax is awfully high. You know, it, it's costing me an arm and leg to go to the grocery store, keep the lights on, gas on the home. I mean... Let's not even get, let's not even talk about the gas, you know, because soon they're going to want you to convert everything over to electric, which is going to cost you an additional $75,000 for each home. Just convert. Okay. <laughs> and imagine that if your whole town converted over to electric, your electric grid would collapse because it couldn't handle it. So he has, he wants all this money for what we don't need. And then he wants to do a quantum mechanic, a computering or some shit like that, which we really don't need. He wants some crazy amount of money for that. 
So yeah, uh, let me see. Here. Other initiatives include spending ten million to wipe out some of the one billion of private medical debt, dragging down low-income families, piggybacking off a program instituted by Cook County, investing a half a billion dollars to make Illinois quantum computing hub, a half a billion dollars to make Illinois Illinois a quantum computing hub. Really, don't you think a half a billion dollars could go better elsewhere? But I guess they just feel that they want to have some quantum computing, which I think they're doing that to attract the government to set up shop here in Illinois. Just saying. The budget also includes $12 million for new child tax credit for low-income working families with kids under three, a drastically scaled-back version of the $300 per child progressives lawmakers were pressing Illinois to institute. So, so I guess that's only going to go for low-income families with kids under three, which I don't, I mean, I agree with, but I don't agree with. I think it should go for any family that is actually struggling, but that's just my opinion. So let's see here. So Pritzker was pandering to minority minority communities in Chicago and Cook County with programs like $50 million devoted to, as the governor described it, attack the root cause of housing insecurities for black Illinoisans. Why do they have to, I mean, that, I mean, just saying it like that. I mean, I'm reading this from an article here and that just sounds kind of racy to me. I mean, why, 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 why single out like a race like that? That's just poor writing. I mean, I, and I apologize for even reading that. That's kind of disrespectful in my opinion, but that's just how I feel. So, Yeah. He's talking about things like Meals on Wheels for seniors, assisted care facility costs, adults with disabilities. We have they made obligations decades ago for Illinois residents, and now he just wants to all of a sudden come up with it. One of the most controversial aspects of the budget is 182 million Pritzker publicly pledged last week in response to influx of asylum seekers. So 182 million dollars for asylum seekers. I mean, it's not enough that we're giving them a credit card, you know, $5,000 a month. If you're an immigrant, you can actually buy a house easier than a citizen. You can buy a car easier than a citizen. I mean, tell me to stop any time, but these are all facts. Look them up. And when you guys start to like, when people actually wake up and realize this, maybe then, you know, yeah, it's just, it's fucking ridiculous. That this kind of crap has to happen like this. Ahead of the 2020, okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah, ahead of the 2022 election, Democrats voted to, for a one-year suspension of the 1% tax on groceries. Like I just said, 1%, you're really not saving anything. $3.50 per $350 you spend. So, yeah, you're not really saving anything. So even though inflation continues to cool off, Pritzker says, which he's full of shit, Folks are still feeling the squeeze every week at the grocery store. It's one more regressive tax we just don't need if if it reduces inflation for families from 4% to 3%. If it only puts a few hundred dollars back into families' pockets, it's the right thing to do. Hey, Flintstone fat fuck motherfucker, why don't you just kill the gas tax? How about toll, the tolls? Those were supposed to be gone long ago to pay for our roads. Have you driven in Illinois lately? The roads suck. So obviously our money isn't going to jack shit. 
when it comes to that. So, so okay, he's asking for legislation to increase K through 12 education funding by 350 million, the minimum required by a funding formula that prioritizes the need neatest districts, and he wants lawmakers to give public universities a two percent bump. Yeah, and see, this is—I mean, I'm for it, but I'm against it. If they're going to actually teach the proper way, I'm all for it. But if they're going to if they're going to indoctrinate our children and college kids, then I'm completely 100 percent against it. Go back to the old way of learning. You remember how Gen Xers learned? You know, when I was in school, you learned everything about like math, history, science, all of it. Now it's a sugar-coated half half and half bullshit is what it is. So that's all I'm going to spend on Pritzker and his bill. Essentially, it's giving more money to illegals and giving less care about, Amer- you know, Illinois people. And we're going to keep doing that. Oh, but hey, don't worry. By the year 2045, long-term pension, you know, the state pension and all that stuff will be 90% funded by 2045 with all of his taxes. So we're enjoy paying, you know, the pensions of all these fucking jackasses that fucking don't deserve it because the state of Illinois took all their pension money and now we're on the hook for it. <sighs> I, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> this is what happens when you vote blue. This is what happens when you vote Democrat. And they like to make you think that it's the Republicans. But let's be honest. Democrats, Republicans, independents. They're all shit. All of them. They all have their own best interests in mind. And they can give a rat's ass about you or me. The sooner you wake up and realize that, the better off you're going to be. Now with that, let's get into Trump. All right. So we all know the corrupt AG over there in New York, the judge, fined Donald Trump $355 million plus interest, which will bring it up to over $400 million. Okay. We know this. And everybody's worried because, well, shit, that's $400 million. You know, that's out of his war chest for his, you know, being able to go. How is Trump going to be able to continue going? You know, because they all think, well, Trump's only worth two point whatever billion. Okay. You know, and I, I did the math for you on the previous episode. So go check it out. Go check out the previous episode if you don't understand what I'm talking about here. Because uh, I broke it down there. The funny thing about this is, is Trump is a, is, is a businessman. And it's like he's five steps ahead of anything that they're throwing at him. Because he it's like he knew this was going to happen. Hence, Truth Social. Now, Truth Social has been given the regulatory approval from security regulators to go from the SEC to go public. What does that mean? Well, that means that Trump can have a stake worth almost $4 billion with his true social stocks. $4 billion, folks. The man, it's like he's playing chess and these guys are playing checkers. You know, it's like he knew that this stuff was going to happen. And here he is. He has the money. You know, and this has already been approved. The the fucking lawyer, the I'm sorry, not the lawyer, the um, the DA out there in New York is now threatening threatening Trump if he doesn't pay that they're going to start seizing assets, which that's not going to happen because this is going to go back to the appellate courts, okay? And for all you dumb fucks that want to sit there and say fraud, 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 let's 
look at the facts. We're all about facts here. The fact number one, you all want to say it's fraud. The banks all went on to testify at that case. Okay. The banks, when you take a loan out that big, they're going to do their due diligence and make sure that everything you are telling them is fact. Hell, if I wanted to go get a $10,000 loan, they're going to make sure that I'm telling them the exact truth, that what I make, what I have, all that stuff is 100% accurate, or they're not going to give you the loan. What makes you think they're going to give somebody a loan of three, $400 million without checking everything? Okay. Number one. Number two, the banks on record had stated that Trump and his businesses have paid back all of the loans, interest and all, clean, done. Okay? So he paid all these loans back. And it's it's documented in the court case with no issues. No late fees, nothing late. Interest was paid in full, everything. So regardless if he fudged how much he makes, okay, he still paid back every single loan. You honestly think an appellate court is going to allow this to continue? That's why they're in such a hurry to make sure, you know, because technically after this, he has 30 days to appeal, okay? They're trying to wipe that out by saying that you have to pay within 30 days. You don't have 30 days to appeal. You have 30 days to pay. So Trump is going to secure it. Trump is going to go to the appellate courts and this thing's going to get turned around just like the other one is. Everything they have thrown at Trump is getting knocked down. That's why this continues to happen. And even by some free chance, Trump had to give $400 million. Well, this right here should tell you if he's got to give $400 million for this bullshit lawsuit, well, he's got $4 billion in stake in stocks with True Social. So he's going to be just fine. He's going to be continue. He's going to keep going. And that right there is what's going to piss off the left even more. All right, folks, on that note, that's where I'm going to leave it today. This Saturday, Nikki Haley. Oh, I guess I'm not going to leave it there. Nikki Haley, <laughs> her best interest was four days ago to drop out of the race. She is about to get publicly embarrassed in South Carolina when she loses her home state to Trump in the primaries. So we're going to talk about that Sunday or Monday when that comes around after that's all done. And we'll see if Nikki Haley is going to actually stay in office or not in office. I'm sorry, stay in the race, which I don't think she should. I think it's about time she backs away. And we're also after the South Carolina primaries, we're going to talk about Trump's shortlist of people who he is talking about being vice president. So stay tuned for that. But now as we end the show, if you know somebody. If you have, you know, if there's any haters out there, if you know somebody that's not going to like this, share it. I love haters. I love people that don't see the way I see things. Share this episode with somebody that you think it's going to offend. I would love for that to happen. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. Like, share, leave me a, a review of the episode. Share it with your friends, so on and so forth. And always remember, close our borders. Save America, and you all be good to one another. Until the next time, I'm out.